Hello and welcome back to another episode of Turf Talk in our festival preview recording marathon. This time it's the novice chasers, myself and Jimbo haven't left the studio for a good three days now. <laughs> Pouring over replays and analysis and trying to find winners for you at Jumps Racing's biggest meeting. Uh, this, this episode is focusing on the four graded novice chasers of the meeting. Jim, you looking forward to it? I do. the The form of uh, the the fields of some have taken some knocks, but I'm quite excited to talk about one of my favourite horses of in course. training. Well, we've we've some of the big favourites being out injured. Larishberg for the Ackle. It opens it up, and that means value. That means we might be able to find you a sneaky winner at a big price. We'll start with the Ackle. Perfect over two out. He came up out of his hands there. Brain power in a mess. Back in third. And foot pad now. Sidles clear at the last. Brilliant jump over the last. Foot pad by five, six lengths to Petit Mouchoir and brain power. Racing up the hill. And one or two early mistakes. Much better in the closing stages. Foot sure, foot perfect at the last. And a sparkling win in the arcor for foot pad and Ruby Walsh. Passing the post a good 10 or 12 And the bet for the Ackle General, 3 to 1 favourite, Lalor. That's his name. No, oh shit, it's not, it's Layla, innit? It's Layla. You've realised already that you've said it wrong. I've said it wrong. Well, that, that's more in, that's probably been the biggest question he's got to answer so far. Layla or How Lala. would you say his name? I call, Layla Lalor. L- L- I call him Layla. Yeah, no, that's what Kayleigh Walker calls him. So we're going to go with that. We're going to go with that. We're going to go with Layla. Uh, he's general three to one favourite. Four's second favourite, Glenn Forcer. Big support for him this week. Five, six is Duke de Genevra. Uh, you can back Deffy de Soy anywhere between eights and three to one. He's going to run in the JLT, so there's no point in talking about him. Paloma Blues are general eights. Tens, Hardline and Kalashnikov, as well as Ornua. Then twelves, Knock Nanus. 16's Articulum and us and them. Jimbo, first of all, I mean, I don't I don't want to put a dampener on it, but this is a rubbish race. How far would Dynamite Dollars have won by? But not even him as favourite. Rubbish. 131 rated hurdler. Which doesn't make a difference. He's improved significantly for offence. It's a foggy year this year, you, yeah, you have to say. Where's Western Warhorse when you need him? <laughs> and... Uh, even Larishberg, you, you, you just think how far would a Larishberg won by? But even then, I mean, from a betting perspective, would you have not been looking at getting Larishberg beat? I know he's a really improved a lot for fences. He, he wasn't a cracking hurdler. And Seos Emery? Yeah, Seos Emery, I backed anti-post, unfortunately, and I, he'd have been one of my naps of the week as well. I am absolutely sickened that he's out... The horse who does head the betting though now is Layla. Uh, really impressive on debut over course and distance, but then pretty woeful the next time in the Henry VIII. I think you've got a favourite for a Grade One novice chase at Cheltenham, coming off of a dismal effort. Yeah, it's he, a disappointing state of affairs, Jim. He would die last time. Yeah, I'm being brutally honest. I, as much as I love Dynamite Dollars, I thought it was a weak Grade One. Yeah. Uh, Onura being on the go throughout the summer, 
he hadn't done anything special and Dynamite Dollars just got his head in front of him and just stayed on strongly. I thought at Cheltenham, Layla was anything. I, I thought she could take on the world and he disappointed last time. He For me, he's, he's lay, lay all day. Yeah, I'm kind of like that. I mean, I, I guess you could think a return, a return to Cheltenham might might help him. Spring spring flashbacks. But it's it's windy, isn't it? I'm struggling to make a case for Layla. It, it's it's windy. I, I I wouldn't want to be back in a three to one favourite off off the back of a severe beating. Yeah. Last time, and I'd I'd be looking for angles you can get him beat. Look, would I be surprised if he came back? Probably not. No, there's obviously so much ability there. You know, it, the the form of his first win, Defy de solid dynamite dollars in behind, has worked out really really well. Yeah, and he was a Grade One winner as a novice hurdler. And we, no, I've, and I've I've kind of got this theory that he that he just almost has his tendency to throw the, the occasional bad run, yeah. Every now and then, I'm not sure, particularly how much I trust him. Glenn Forster has almost come from absolutely nowhere. He, he's almost my main fancy favorite. for the Arkle. It's madness. It's a it's a horse who started the season being beaten in a novice hurdle at Newton Abbott by Colonel Custard. <laughs> I mean, that alone should be a reason why he shouldn't win this. But do you know what? F- three out of three over fences. Three out of three over fences. One at Chepstow on debut. It's been a regular occurrence this season, seeing horses progress so much for fences as novice hurdlers. Yeah, well, versatile. He's, he's won over... His three starts of being over distances of three miles, two and a half, and he dropped back to two last time to beat Kalashny Slow. And uh, he was most impressive when winning that. He absolutely obliterated Kalashny Slow. And I, I think... Uh, it's caught on. It's caught on. I've got Jim calling him Kalashny Slow now. He, he is, he's running in the wrong race. Yeah. Look, again, it, it was easy. It was easy. He jumped really, really well as well, Diglin Force, which should be a massive asset. How highly do I rate a beating of Kalashnikov over two miles? Not very. I think I could. But, you know, I, I, again, four to one, I'm looking to oppose him. Yeah. I, for me, I, I'm with him. I was impressed that day. He's, he'll stay well. He'll be ridden up front. I, I'm not sure where the pace he's going to come from in this race. Oh, I am. Do, Duke de Geneva will be up there. I know where the pace is going not, to come from. Not Nanus. Not Nanus will be up there and he can just sit comfortably behind the front two that kick on and then storm past him up the hill. Uh, again, Jim, Duke, Duke de Geneva, impressive winner last time. Again, beaten twice over fences though. Is, he, is that the exact profile you want of an Arkle winner? Third behind Seal Semery at Gowran and he'd been beaten on his debut. Uh, an ace by Aplutar. He's he's not for me. He's each way value possibly at thirteen to two in certain places, but he, he got absolute stuffed by Cios Emery, and he won. A, I don't want to put the race down at Gorham, but it it was a weak race in my opinion. Yeah, it was. Tower Tower Bridge. We know where we stand with him as say Jersey. Uh, the same as well. I'm I'm willing to oppose Duke de Geneva yeah. here. Step back down and tip to two miles as well. I'm not mega sure whether that'll suit. 
Paloma Blues, the horse, he's always kind of been mentioned. You know, a fair few shrewd people liked him last season for the Supreme. Got off the mark over fences at the second attempt last time. Uh, beating Moon over Germany and Henry de Bromhead, who's not no mug. I can see the case. I can see the case. Does he jump particularly well? Uh, I, I wouldn't say so. He he gets over them, but not efficiently. And he does have the tendency to just smash through one. But I, I'm not with him here. I, to be honest, I don't really have a strong opinion in this race. And I, I, 10 to 1's too short for me. I don't think it's too short on the bit. I don't think it's too short when you think that Duke de Geneva is half the price in some places. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably say Plum Blue was fractionally the better hurdler. The race he won last time wasn't poor. So you got to bear in mind as well. Look, they met on debut over fence as well. Duke de Geneva was third. Plum Blue was fourth. I'd with a bit more fluency in his jumping, I could see. I could see why a case could be made for Paloma Blue. I wouldn't put anyone off backing him at 10 to 1. Is he a horse I've ever really liked? Not massively. Mm-hmm. Not massively. He's always been a bit of a question mark horse. Me Same with Lawler, to be fair. Layla, I've already got it wrong. <laughs> uh, regarding horses who are solid, Hardline's one of them. Yeah, he's he's come for money this week, hasn't he? He's, you can see why though. Yeah, he, he was third behind Le Bagoire in the Grade One last time at Leopardstown at the Dublin Racing Festival. He's beat Get a Bird, and a horse that I really like for one of the handicap chases. Uh, yeah, he's solid. And I've, are you sure that Two Mile will suit him over a slight bit further of Two Mile Four? Yeah, no, I, I, I think he's. I think Two Miles isn't an issue for him. Did, did you think he didn't stay last time? Is that against Le Bagawa? Uh, I wouldn't have said he wasn't. I think he's efficient at two four. He's it's not his best though. Mm-hmm. It's not his best. Uh, he was done by stronger stayers that day. You know, Kaiser Black's an Irish national type. Yeah, and Le Bagawa's you know won over three miles. He was done by someone says I I I can see it. It was mad impressive uh, at Navan the time before he won at Limerick. He beat us and then by ten, you know, in a Grade Three over two one. If if he'd done that last time out, do you think he'd be half the price? That's that's surely better form than what Duke de Geneva's <laughs> yeah. performed up to. I, th- I, I can see that. I can see a case for Hardline, and in a race where I can pick holes in a lot of them. I think Hardline is a pretty solid option. Kalashnikov, aren't he Paul's favourite for this? Second seems in like last since, year's uh, supreme. Yeah, since, you know, seems like eternity has been Antipo's Paul's favourite from it. He's got nine lengths to make up Bromley Glen Forsett and he just looks pretty slow for a two-miler. Doesn't have pace. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 we've sort of had the running joke about Kalashny slow and... It came true last time out. He got beat at one to four, which they've had the fingers burnt a bit. Four to six and one to what four followers of Kalashnikov. And I, I thought the world of him at Weatherby. I, when he won on his debut, he travelled through the race and stayed on strongly. 
and since that day he's always looked like further ahead to suit him and he won't win this. I, I think a return to Cheltenham might suit. He's likely to get more of a, you know, more of a stamina test here than he did do at Sandown. But again, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a quick, quick, quick enough two miler. Uh, the horse I've backed for this tentatively is not Nanus. The fruit cake that is not Nanus. Look. He, he, I, I just think he, if he gets his own way up in front, which I can see him doing, or Newer as well likes to front run, and he's been really solid this season as well, to be fair. He's coming for a little bit of support this week as well. Uh, but not Nanus. You know, how many horses in this have a turn of foot quick enough to be able to give him a, a good lead that he's going to get? Yeah. You know, unless or Newer takes his head off and, and they do a petty mouchoir St Calvados like last season yeah. and burn each other out well, he, he beat Cooper, that, that win at Newbury where he beat Cooper Tana by 17 lengths was so 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 impressive breathtaking yeah without Master Dino who was the only horse to beat him over fences when he stood up you know and he'd probably be favourite for the JLT if he you know if he ran so I, I don't I don't see that as a negative. I just think he's massively overpriced. I, I I think the race might might tee up to suit him, and he's available to back at fourteen to one. Yeah. What he's achieved over fences is I, I think he's a fair bit better than what Duke de Geneva has, mm-hmm. and he's you know o- almost double the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that completely with you there. And fourteen to one could be a perfect each way price because. He's the strongest in one of the strongest, in my opinion, of the English runners, and I'd rather have him over Layla. Yeah, so would I. I can't touch Layla at three to one. I think it's a silly price for a horse who was really poor last time. Jim, your selection for the Arkle, I'm going to have to twist your arm. Glenn Forza. Glenn Forza for you, and with Not Nanus, although I think Hardline as well is a really, really solid option at ten to one as well. The National Hunt Chase, the four miler. A much improved race nowadays as well. You know, you used to get some proper boats winning it. No boats anymore. This is a good race for young stayers. An OK Corral. Oh my days, I think he's quality. He's generally 11-4 to favourite. Well, if you look, if you look, you really fancy him for next year's... Gold Cup. Gold Cup. Yeah. And you could you like him for the, a future national star as well. If we look who won this race last year, Ralph Vinden... This who, season's Grand National winner. Who Lewis thinks he has a very strong chance in the Grand National this year. So, could be a stepping stone yeah. to bigger things. No easy task, though, for him today. There are some good other good horses running in this. Bally Ward, 7-2. Sixers Champagne Classic. Disco Rama, I think this is the plan. He's in a couple of the handicaps, but this is the plan for Disco Rama. Uh, tens. Last year's fourth impulsive star improved this season. He's a general 12s. As is Mr. Malarkey. Again, he's got handicap options. Look, he can back Delta Work at 4-1, to one, non-runner, no bet. But non-runner, so don't bet, no point. Now McGinty, uh, General 16s. Again, he's got handicaps options, has does mortal. Chef des Obos, a horse Jim is borderline obsessed with his 16-1. to uh, I'll take the lead on this because I want to talk about OK Corral. Fire away. He's, first of all, I'd like to say... Please, please, please run him in the RSA. 
Do you I think, think it'll suit him more? Yeah, uh, it was it was obvious last time their intentions when they booked Derek O'Connor at Warwick that he this was the plan, and I think he's a massive massive negative against me in this. I I want to get OK Corral beat. I could see why you would at the prices, and I I don't I think, quite keen, and Warwick's a sharp track. I'm not sure that OK Corral will suit the distance at all. Do you not think? I, I think he shapes proper like a stay. Look, he's he's nine now, which is fairly old for an obvious. He's obviously had issues, but Cheltenham Festival form always means a lot. Second in the potato race last season. He was a proper, proper good Bump yeah. horse in his youth, you know, second behind York Hill yeah. uh, at, Pun- at the Punchestown Festival. That was in 2015. He's a horse you've always if you, if, fought a lot of. If you remember in before last year's Albert Bartlett, the talk was all about Santini. And if you remember, Nicky Henderson kept saying, don't forget OK Corral. No. And OK Corral, I could see, see where you're coming from. I'd rather, I think I'd go RSA. But why run Santini and OK Corral against each other. Yeah. That, if, if OK that, Corral was trained by someone else. connections, it'd be RSA. Yeah. And I'd be all over him for it. Look, it, it's, I could, I could see Jim's point about him not settling over four miles. It's something he needs to do. And he's got a fair amount of speed for a three-miler. Yeah. You know, but he, even if he doesn't fully see out the trip, he, he, I think he's just better than this lot. I've got the horse to beat him, though. Go on. Discorama. Discorama, really? I'm, I've been following him all of this season. I, he, he was very impressive on a beginner's chase debut. He beat a nice field that day and, and absolutely flew home and won comfortably. He ran a cracking race, I thought, in the Moor, was ridden at the back and plodded on. The form of that race, we know Delta work, favourite for well, could end up going favourite for the RSA. Larishberg, we know before not running in the Arkle how good his form was. Jets has been consistent, including throughout just throughout the season. And I thought that two mile four really didn't suit and that day further up in distance would suit. He was going to win last time. Against Ballyward. Bally, yeah, uh, if you've not seen that race, Discarama Basically came up sides Ballyward at the last and Discarama came down. Absolutely ploughed through the fence. Yeah. But I've been a massive fan of Discarama since his novice days. He, he finished fifth uh, in behind Next Destination at Punchestown at, towards the end of last season. And he's gone from strength to strength this season. And I think he'll take all the beating. Yeah, I, I, I can see the case. I mean, while, while you talk about him, that means you have to give Ballyward a solid chance. Yeah. I, it, it, Looks a furrow stale. Uh, Mullins has only entered him in one race. Patrick is quite clearly in charge of the uh, entries and has chosen this as his one race. He Fourth in the potato race. Fourth last year, last year behind OK Corral and Kilbrick and Storm. That, that, that's solid form. But four to one's far too short for me for a horse that was going to get beat last time. You say that you say that very very confidently. I'm I'm pretty sure this Garama was going to win. Uh, in fact, ninety nine percent sure. Wow, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be that certain. I, I, we're going to end up being a good race. I respect Ballyward. 
I think he's a slower horse than OK Corral. This is one of the races I can't wait. I, I genuinely can't wait to see because there's horses at bigger prices. I'd be great to see Chef de Zobo running this. He, he's been crying out for four miles for years and he's, he's a slow boat of a horse, but this is a classy renewal and he may struggle at this class. What about Champagne Classic then, who was third in the race won by Ballyward last time? You know, former Cheltenham Festival winner of the Martin Piper and a grade one novice hurdle, hurdler. I mean, do you give him a chance... You know, Town, I know they won't call him the worst horse in the yard, but he's he's a sort of horse who I think will appreciate a marathon trip. Yeah, he, he won the Martin Pipe, didn't he? And I was very disappointed last time. He should have won. Should have beat Chris's dream. If he was to run in this and win, he'd have had to have beat Chris's dream. And I was slightly disappointed. I think he he might struggle here. I think he's reached his class now. What about Impulsive Star then? Who won the who won the uh, classic chase at Warwick last time out? Big field handicap. Second season novice. He was fourth in this last year, although soundly spanked by OK Corral at Plumpton earlier in the season. Did you give him a chance of reversing the tables? Yeah, he can do it. He's not run since that classic chase, but then I realised that he got withdrawn in the Grand National trial, was it, at Haydock? Yeah. Due to his temperatures not being right because that was the flu season. So. Obvious question marks on whether he he's race fit. He's solid. He'll be there or thereabouts. Course and distance form from last year's solid. And if you look at the actual race last year, Rathvinden won Miss Parfois second, who's been slightly disappointing. Sizing Tennessee won the Labrooks. So I, I'm, I'd be there 14 to 1 would be a decent price and give Sam Whaley Cohen a decent spin round. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. For me, it's all about OK Corral in this. I just wish they'd run him in the RSA because I think three miles around Cheltenham is exactly what he wants. Although, look, I, I respect Hendo massively and I don't have a problem with OK Corral uh, going four miles. I don't, I don't think it'll be an issue for him. Uh, now, McGinty, Jim. A horse you've not stopped banging on about all I've season. Not, not, I've not stopped banging on about him. He's just very solid. I think he's going to run one of the handicaps. Do you think? Yeah, I think the Ultima is his project. I, M- I, for me, I thought behind Mr. Malarkey in the Reynolds Town last time, I thought he he wanted to step up in distance. He looked outpaced and he plodded on to finish a valent second. And I do think that this test could suit him and I'd be willing to give him a risk over it. I, it'd be interesting to see if he runs in this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I can see that, Jim. Uh, but... Again, whether he's quite got the class of some of these, I see him as more of a Welsh national type. You know what I mean? OK, Corral's the one for me, though. I'm all over Discarama. I think Discarama, and don't rule out Chef Dizobo at massive price. Yeah, fair, fair shout there, Jim. We'll go to the next one, the RSA chase, Delta Work, heads the market. He's 3-1 to one on my, two to one on my William lap. Ridiculous. Please don't let him be that short. He's a general 5-2, to 3-1. Two, two, Similar price for Santini. Top of the game, falls. OK, Corral is 7th, but it seems like the national hunt chase will be where he ends up. 10s for on the blind side. Champagne Classic is about 16s, as is Chris's dream. And then bigger prices for also such as Drover's Lane, who I've backed for the JLT. Uh, 
Mr. Malarkey and The World's End, who is also, I completely forgot existed. <laughs> uh, Jim, why isn't Delta Workley a favourite? He should be, surely. He should be. He's three from three this season, over fences. He was most impressive when winning the grade one at Leopardstown, beating Mortal and blow by blow. Uh, for me, he is absolutely solid and, for me, could even be an Irish banker. He, he could go with, along the lines of Sir Eric. Sir Eric and Delta Work could quite easily be a nice double. Yeah, good good shout. Is is that Drinmore the best uh, novice chase that's been run this season? Completely agree. Uh, I think that that is the strongest chase fall this season. And I think he'll be very difficult to beat Delta Work. I can't believe the price. Santini in top of the game are the both 4-1 to one in places. And top of the game beat Santini by two lengths. And I know the track didn't suit Santini that day. And he, he has been this talking horse for a long period of time. But I couldn't touch Santini with a barge ball. I, I'd be all over top of the game. The vibes from Paul Nicuzzi's stable have been very positive. And top of the game, he has these quirks, as we saw last time, two times ago at Exeter. He t- decided to just turn round and think, no, nah, I'm not having none of it, and managed to rally on to finish second behind Defi de Soy. And we've seen the form of that. It's very strong. And I like top of the game. Delta work will be very, very difficult to beat. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Delta work. Cheltenham Festival winner last season, the Potemps obviously then went and won a grade one novice hurdle as well at Punchestown. Oh, he was second, was he, be our next destination? Yeah, he was. Second, sorry, he didn't win it. Uh, and unbeaten over fences this season, he stays a trip. He's a progressing six-year-old. I think he's pretty close to a banker. For me, Santini, though, I can see why people think he'd uh, he'd appreciate the return to Cheltenham more than he did at Kempton, where he was third in the race, won by La Bagoa. He's a short price, though. It, four to one's too short for me, in my opinion. And uh, I, as I've said previously, I couldn't touch him at all. What, what do you make of his chances, though? If, I mean, he, he seems like an out-and-out stayer, Jim. He, he'll be there or thereabouts, but... I don't think he'll have the tactical speed. Over the years, the RSA has been a bit of a slog, hasn't it? And an out-and-out steer has won it, but I think Delta Work's got more tactical speed than Santini. OK, fair enough. Uh, on the blind side, Jimbo, what do you make of his chances? He's a general tens. He's had a bit of a reputation for a while. Yeah, I, I really liked him in his novice hurdling days. Uh he won impressively in uh, Ballymore trial and then didn't quite see Cheltenham, if I remember rightly. He had a slight injury, but then went to Aintree where I thought it was a certainty to win the Mersey Novices Hurdle Grade 1 that Black Ops won, and he just struggled. He was I, I liked his performance last time. He put, he's put his head down and he's rallied and he's had a race. He needed the run first time out, I thought, over fences. It were only a four-runner race, tactical race. This will suit him more. He jumps well. He could have a decent chance and could be slightly overpriced at 16-1 to 1 in a place, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. Although, again, I'm not, I'm not particularly sure how much more improvement there is to come from him. 
you know, I, I'd rather a horse who's up being there and done it like Delta Work rather than one who, I, I guess, on the blind side, there's potential there, but whether it's anywhere near what Delta Works achieved yet, I, I, I can't be having him. I can't be having him, if I'm honest. Uh, Chris's dream, he's he's kind of gone under the radar slightly, but he's got quite a nice little profile for this. Again, another horse who ran in the potato race last season. Mm-hmm. Finished midfield in that, but he's two from three over fences, including when beating Champagne Classic last time. Yeah, he that was a really good performance. We've talked about Champagne Classic earlier on, and he, he could run a decent race. He's not interesting for me enough. Maybe they've been weak graded races in Ireland at Nathan at Navan, so... It, I, I don't think they're any worse than what Santini yeah, won. Yeah, you, you could say that. Although at the time, everyone thought the Santini race that he won on debut at Newbury, was it? I th- it was, everyone thought, it was, I thought it was strong. Rocky's Treasure had been four from four at the time over fences. And Lebrel, we were both big fans of him. And then Kilbrick and Storm was a long way behind who we know ran, well, won the Albert Bartlett last year. Yeah. So... I can't touch him personally. He's not mine. He's not for me. And I'd rather back Jovers Lane at twenties, even though there's question marks which race he'll go to. Fair enough, Jimbo. Uh, I could see Chris's dream as being a fair each way player in this. I, I, I think he's a sort of horse who would appreciate the test of an RSA. But for me, it's all about Delta Work, and he's surely one of the bankers of the meeting for me. Yeah, you, you could quite easily say that. But I wouldn't rule out a horse like Count Mirabel at 50-1. to 1. He, he won impressively in what we thought at the time was a nice race at Cheltenham. He beat Lebrell, Mr Whipson, Jenkins, Jerry's back was way back. And at 50-1, to 1, there's worth, worse 50-1 to 1 bets you could have in this. Yeah, that's a fair shout, mate. A very, very fair shout. But we're both with Delta Work to win, personally. Oh, yeah, undoubtedly, mate. Absolutely undoubtedly. Uh the next one is the JLT novices chase. <sighs> Lost in translation. General three to one. As is Deffy Desoy in most places. Giant favourites, although Deffy Desoy, I guess you can get out seven to two in a fair, fair uh, few more places than Lost in translation. Real steel sixes. Nines tens killed us at Glen Forcer. The Arkle seems to be his target. Top of the game. Again, seems to be going for the RSA. Uh, Kalashnikov, again, Arkle, Delta Work, RSA, Hardline, Arkle. Vlad the Rev, then he might run here. He's about 16s. Pravo Laguna as well, the mayor, about 16s. Drovers Lane, 16s and 20s. Camelia de Cot as well. She can be back to short as 12s or as big as 25s. Uh Messy races, Jim. Windy. Half of them aren't going to turn up. Yeah. Uh, I might as well get it out of the way now. Lost in translation is going to win. He's been solid all season. He's on his first two starts at Newbury behind the bag all made absolute nightmares of the fences. Absolutely ploughed through them. And on New Year's Day, he outstayed Deffy Desai, would you say? Yeah. Uh, Deffy Desai jumped the last in front and... Lost in translation, ground him down. And stamina is his game, in my opinion. And over time, we'll want three miles and further. 
he he ran perfectly acceptable in the Silly Isles Grade One last time. Again, reversing the form with Defi Desai. Well, Defi Desai uh, reversed the form, beat Vindication, who we thought was a potential superstar and unbeaten in all of his seven starts. I think it was. So, for me, lost in translation. Although he does have them quirks and not a flashy profile for a JLT horse, but he is the standard setter and will be very difficult to beat. And I'm going to say it, it's my nap of the festival. Oh, wow. Why? Why, why do you sound so shocked? I, I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see it with him at all. Who do you see is going to beat him? I think Defi Desai will. Yeah? Yeah, I, I really do. I, I think Defi Desai was a better hurdler than Lost in Translation and all things kind of went a bit awry for him last year. But I think he was overall a you better can put, hurdler. You can put Mark through his... Last year's form because Philip Hobbs's stable form was horrendous, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. I think overall he was a better hurdler, and I think on on the basis of it, he's been a better over fences as well. I I don't think he got a particularly great ride in the Dipper. Do you not think? Definitely so. No. And I I think the Silly Isles was a truer reflection of the two horses' abilities than than the Dipper was, and. I'd rather side with Defi Desai. It'll be interesting to see, because we've both got very contrasting opinions, whether mine's just delusional, lost-in-translation fan or the more realistic side of Defi Desai. So you could argue both of them. Which one do you think will go off favourite? Uh, I think Defi Desai will go off favourite. Yeah, I can see that, mate. I can I can understand why, why you'd think that. Uh, Real Steel, Jim. Would have been a grade one winner if he didn't fall over like last last Christmas. Again, slightly under the radar, but he's not done anything wrong over fences. Yeah, he's won two of his three chase starts and two out of two when staying on his feet. He he was in the race that Paloma Blue won when he fell. So we've talked about Paloma Blue's form previously as well. So his win last time, beating Land of Hope and Glory, was good. It was good. He did what he had to do. And He's not really been asked a question yet over fences, has n- he? No, and, and this this could be an interesting test because Willie Mullins will want to unleash one of his decent novices in one of these races for next season and Real Steel could be slightly underestimated in the market. Oh, yeah. I I, I think he is. Yeah? I think he is. He was, he was a good novice hurdler and... He's done not a thing wrong over fences apart from falling on his debut. But really impressive the last twice. Killed the Sarts, worked his way up through the handicaps. Again, he's he's got the sort of profile that a lot of shrewd people like for this. Yeah. His win at Cheltenham last time was solid. He beat Highway 101 and Spirit of the Games, who has been fancied for quite a while, Spirit of the Games. So, yeah, killed the Sarts. Improving, I think the word would be. And... Not a bad purchase for four thousand two hundred. Yeah, I'm 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 thinking pretty similar, mate. First of all, good to see Ben Paul in with another good horse. Yeah, very good to see that. I wouldn't put anyone off backing Kildasart. I I think he's probably a pretty fair price. He's likely to run here. Well, he I don't, he can't run anywhere else really. Mm. You know, look, he's not mega flashy, is he? But he's solid. Mm. He's solid and. These, he he might not be good enough. Yeah, you know he just might not be good enough. But there aren't any other negatives to him really, 
other than the fact that he might be done here by a proper grade one horse. Uh, one I've backed tentatively at a fairly big price is Drover's Lane, who won who won at Cheltenham. Over course and distance yeah, last time. Course and distance right at the back right at the start of the season. Beat beat Lebroy, which look, it's not it's not quality, quality form. It's not graded form, is it? But he's solid. He's solid. He's likely to run here, which a lot of the ones above him in the betting aren't. Vindication was ruled out this morning as we were recording this on the Monday. Kalashnikov's going for the Arkle. Delta Works going for the RSA. Hardline Arkle. Yeah, you, you could see this. You could see, you could see that. So what? That, that that's he won't he won't be twenty five to one on the day. No, possibly. he wouldn't be. That, that that's why I've played. I don't think he's a proper grade one horse. Can I see him in the free? And do I think twenty five is a fair reflection of that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's all about lost in translation for you, this old Jimbo. Yeah, can't see him getting beat. He is my banker of the festival with a certain Paisley Park. Wow. Big shout there from Jim. I'm, I'm just, I've just never quite been enamoured by him myself. You've never been on the bandwagon, same no, as not. me. I've not. I'd, r- I'd rather be with Effie to Soil than Lost in Translation, but Drover's Lane is a horse I've, I've backed. Might play on Real Steel as well. I, I've really liked what he's done so far this season, but it's, it's an, to say a lot of the novice uh, chasers this season don't have any super standout superstars in them. They could be really They're exciting. They're all very open. Yeah, very exciting races where anything could happen in them. Yeah. Be uh, be interesting to see what occurs, Jim. Uh, that's it for our Novice Chasers preview. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be recording the handicaps tomorrow. Getting stuck into all of them. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you all very soon. See you later.